0: Jewish Audio on Chabad.org Rev. Zusha and the Tormentors by Asheron Balthazar Something was terribly wrong in the city of Bar in central Ukraine. Instead of spending days and nights in yeshiva, the youth now trifled their time in the streets, sneering at religion. They embraced every opportunity to ridicule Hasidic rabbis and their simple faith. But Rabbi Zusha of Annapoli who journeyed from town to town looking for Jewish souls he could help, bore the brunt of their scorn, enduring malice every time he visited the city. Rabbi Zusha secured his few worldly possessions on the wagon's bed and climbed into the passenger seat. Before the driver could direct the horses forward, Rabbi Zusha held out a few kopecks. I'm aware that the, the road goes through bar he said, but I ask you not to enter the town. I know it is quicker to go through the city, so here is payment for the additional distance. Please, whatever you do, don't enter the city. The wagon began to move, and before long the rhythmic swaying lulled Rabbi Zusha to sleep. As the town of Bar appeared on the horizon, beneath the darkening sky, a carriage sidled close to the wagon, and the and Rabbi Moshe of Shevorsk, a renowned scribe and student of Rabbi Zusha's brother, Rabbi Elimelech, poked his head out from one of its windows. The wagon driver slowed to a stop. Who's riding with you? Rabbi Moshe asked, motioning to the sleeping bundle. Oh, Rabbi Zusha of Nipoli. Are you traveling through Bar? Oh, no, the, rabbi, the driver shook his head. Rabbi Zusha gave me specific instructions not to go there. Ah, well then, Rabbi Moshe went on, I advise you to redirect the wagon to bar. Nothing will happen to you, I promise. But if you decide not to go, it might not end well. Rabbi Moshe signaled to his driver, and they rode off. The carriage's rattling slowly faded, leaving the wagon driver quietly weighing his options. Should he obey Rabbi Zusha or or Rabbi Moshe? He picked up the reins and urged the old horse into action, heading directly towards Bar. Circumventing the town would make the journey much longer, and besides, the wagon driver had Rabbi Moshe's assurance that nothing would happen to them. As the horse slowed, Rabbi Zusha Wake sat up, looked around at the familiar streets, oh, and realized where he was. "'Zusha, you wicked person!' he moaned. "'How dare you travel through, through such an impure city!' Although the rabbi's reproach was self-directed, the wagon driver knew Rabbi Zusha had a peculiar way of censoring others. He quickly tried to placate him by offering, "'I'm sorry, it was a mistake, but if you want, we can retaste our steps and, and go around.' But it was too late." The sun had already dipped beyond the horizon, and Rabbi Zusha was particular not to travel at night. Seeing no alternative, he requested a room at an out-of-the-way inn, selected specifically so that no one would learn of his presence. But every inn was full, and he left with no choice but to ask his wagon driver to take him to the community hostel, the Hekdesh, where all travelers were welcome to rest free of charge. Quietly, he spread his bedding in a corner and turned his face toward the wall. Well, words of his presence soon spread and a crowd gathered around the sleeping rabbi. Cheering noisily, they began playing cards, peppering their conversations with inventive profanities. The ruffians glanced over at Rabbi Zusha frequently, waiting to see how he would react to their provocation. Finally, Rabbi Zusha could just not take it anymore. He sat up, and said to himself loudly, You wicked person, so, oh, you wicked person. Remember the time you sinned? Do you recall the despicable acts that you did in that place? You, you did this particular sin, and, and in the other place, you committed this, and this sin, and this sin, and oh, you did that sin. Oh, hardly believe in their ears. The young men lowered their cards and watched the old man in the corner. Rabbi Zusha was still going at it, listing sins they themselves had committed as though reading them off a piece of paper. And and, and what are we going to do on Judgment Day, eh, Zusha? Your soul will know no peace when that time comes, aye. Rabbi Zusha's words had the desired effect. The young men dropped their cards and covered their faces, deeply ashamed. Some sobbed while others were stunned into silence. After some time, the erstwhile tormentors approached Rabbi Zusha with a collective request for help. Rabbi Zusha saw their honest expressions and downcast eyes and created a personalized path of repentance for each one. By morning, word of the night's wondrous events had spread through the town and everyone else wanted to ask the saintly visitor, to help them too. Many, however, were were ashamed to approach him, fearing he would see their sordid secrets. This was Rabbi Moshe's cue. He had arrived in bar to to greet Rabbi Zusha and couldn't help but beam delightedly when he found a sizable group of desperate young people wanting to repent. Rabbi Moshe explained the situation to Rabbi Zusha, who approached each one individually. And help them amend their wayward behavior. And from that time forward, Rabbi Zusha was never again bothered in bar. On the contrary, whenever he passed through the city, he was greeted warmly and exuberantly and kept busy advising and encouraging the now good hearted town folk.